Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hey guys, welcome to Everything Iconic with Danny Pellegrino. I am so excited about the show today because I have such an amazing guest. You guys know him from the Real Housewives of New Jersey, and you know him from Manzoed with Children. He's a Bravo celebrity, and he's going to be joining me in just a little bit to talk all things Housewives. We get into uh, the new season of Jersey Housewives. We talk about Orange County and Dallas, and we talk about one of my queens, my main queen, Mariah Carey, because Greggy actually loves her too. So I'm so excited for you guys to hear that. And before I get to that interview... I just want to uh, recommend a couple things that I've been really into lately and that I'm hoping you guys will be too. Uh, One of those is a show on NBC called Great News. Now, Great News is on Thursday nights. Um, It's after Will and Grace, which, which, by the way, I'm loving the new Will and Grace, okay? I know we were all a little skeptical when they announced they were coming back, but this new season has been great. The first episode was a, a little bit too much in terms of politics, but I thought it was still great and funny and wonderful to see all those guys back together again. And then we had an episode which was dealing with dating and aging as a gay man, and I just found it so refreshing, and we haven't seen anything like this on TV as far as I can remember. And it's still got the sitcom tropes that we're used to, but... It's just a different kind of subject matter. I mean, when Will and Grace went off the air, those guys were much younger, and and it was still very rare to see any gay people on TV. But now it's it seems even more revolutionary to see gay men of a certain age on TV. Um, so I'm just really happy it's back, and I love it. But anyway, after Will and Grace, there's a show called Great News, and it's by uh tina fey produces it and she's been on the past few episodes season one uh was a shortened season i think it was maybe 10 episodes maybe i'm maybe 13 i don't know it was something like that it was a short short first season and andrea martin stars in it um nicole richie's in it which nicole richie is the fucking breakout star of this show i mean i know everyone knows who nicole richie is but the fact that she has such brilliant comedic timing, I mean, I feel like she is the heir apparent to Jenna from 30 Rock. Do you guys remember 30 Rock? She's kind of got that same uh, that same vibe, and she's not as good as Jane Krakowski, but they give her a lot of great one-liners, and she's just fantastic. So if you aren't watching that, please check out Great News, because it is so, so good. And I I just haven't really heard people talking about it. I just... It seems to be under the radar a little bit. And 30 Rock was always a little bit under the radar, but people that loved it loved it. And there were constantly news articles and and people talking about 30 Rock in the media, but I haven't really heard anyone talking about great news, and I want people to be talking about it because it is so good. It's funny, and it's a little bit more hopeful and and full of heart. It's It's got more heart than 30 Rock. It's set at a newsroom, 
and it's really focused on this girl and her overbearing mother, played by Andrea Martin, who's so fucking brilliant. I mean, I can't. Andrea Martin's also brilliant on Difficult People. Like, she's doing double duty right now. There's on that show Difficult People on Hulu. So she's just killing it right now. She's slaying the game. (laughs) Andrea Martin is slaying the game. But uh, please watch Great News, because it's so fun. And also, I love that. And I want it to do. I want it to do well, so we get another a third season. And check out all the old seasons on on Hulu. The first seasons on Hulu, and it's in its second now. I'm not sure if I made that clear. Okay, so now that that's out of the way, I want to get to my interview with Greggy. Greggy is uh, just the best, the sweetest, the most handsome. He's wonderful, and if you uh, don't follow him on Twitter and Instagram, you need to because he's so. So fucking funny. He's constantly tweeting about housewives and all that good stuff that we love. Uh, he's at, Gre- at Greggy Bennett. So please go follow him. And if you don't follow me, please go follow me on Instagram and Twitter. I'm at Danny Pellegrino. And on Facebook, I'm at Pellegrino Danny. And my Facebook is embarrassing still, guys, because I don't have a lot of followers on that. I created a public page and there's not many people on there. And I put all my little stupid memes. So I need you guys to go follow it if you can. And one more thing, too, that I'm going to beg of you, which is so annoying, you guys, I'm being so obnoxious about this, but if you can, please go rate this podcast on iTunes if you like it. Not if you don't, because I'm emotionally unstable, but please, if you like it, go give it a five stars and write a little review, because it really helps me out so much. Okay, so now that that's out of the way, my interview here with Greggy Bennett is, um, it was a phone interview, so the audio is not perfect, but it's still really good, and he is just the best. I mean, you're going to love you If you don't already love him, you're going to love him now because he's great. So here is my interview with Greggy. Hi, Greggy. How are you? I'm good. How are you? Good. Thank you so much for coming on. Oh, um, God, thanks for having me. I'm so happy for you and your new podcast here. Oh, you are so sweet. And next time you're in town, you'll have to come in uh, like live in my tiny little apartment and record. I will. I would love that. Yeah. Now, we met through a mutual friend, Tyler. Tyler Duckworth, one of my favorite people ever. He is the best, right? So I need to get him and you here. Oh my god, that would be that would be insane. I would love it. I would too. Okay, now so I want to talk Jersey Housewives with you. You are from Jersey, right? What part of Jersey are you from? I am from Jersey. I am from a town called Bridgewater, which is near Princeton. So I am the I'm from the middle of the state, not like the north and not the south, which is very like Philly adjacent. It's just its own little bubble. Okay, so how did you get involved in filming that? Uh, Albie Manzo and I were buddies in college, actually. So he lived in an apartment near mine, and we were all friends, and we always hang out in college, like the, the whole little crew of us. And then um, after college, I moved into the city, and he moved home. And then a few years later, he was moving to Hoboken, and then he was like, we have a third bedroom, do you want to come? And it kind of all made sense, so I did yeah. it. Do you think Caroline will ever come back to the show? That was sort of your connection to the show. Albie is Caroline's son. Uh, yeah. Do you think she would ever come back to the Housewives? I don't. I don't think she would. Yeah. I think she's good. I think she like saw it and did it and got her little spinoff that ran for three seasons and yeah. that was great. But like she's got a granddaughter now, and um, I don't think she's she's really up for it but you know never say never right yes exactly did you watch the premiere i did watch the premiere because i knew i was gonna call in for your show yes yes okay what did you think (laughs) tell me what you thought um in general like overall it'll probably be a no for me like in terms of a 
debuting the way Dallas or New York are to mm-hmm. me, which are my two crown jewels uh, at the moment. But it, I mean, it's good. It's good for like a marathon or something like that. The biggest thing that stuck out to me, and I've, I've like tweeted about this a few times, is that Siggy like brought in uh, Margot, Margaret, Margaret. Yeah. yeah, she brought her in. It was like her friend, and she's like. Margaret is the boss of a, a woman who has come to 16 of my events. And I was like, so she's like a fan? Yeah. Like, <laughs> but they didn't even try to like do a cover. You know how usually they're like, oh, I know so-and-so from shopping. Or yeah, like, the connection like, was loose. There was no bear. There wasn't even a bare bones story. They were just like embracing mm-hmm. the fact that this woman is connected because she employs a crazy woman who goes to 16 <laughs> housewives book signing. Yes. Yes. Which is pretty nuts. Like that was that in and of itself was. Crazy. I was shocked at how much I ended up liking Margaret when I just oh, saw yeah, an I image of her. I didn't think I was like, I'm not sure I'm on board. But uh, when she showed up, I liked it. Yeah, she's she's a breath of fresh for sure. Yeah. Um, you, you know, I think like I think it's a, such a shock to me because I used to see how other women would try and get on, and the big no from them was always, "You don't have like a connection to, mm. this, to these people because it's a show about family." Yeah. But I guess they're kind of like now that like the Manzos are all out and like, the Judah like people are were over the family drama with the Borga. So I guess they're kind of just going for like classic like a, like the other housewife cities how they mm-hmm. just bring people in and like shoehorn shoehorn them in together and like maybe this will work and help uh, bring I hope back so. where it used to be. I'm t- I'm tired of all the Teresa stuff and that's why I asked if you think Caroline would ever come back because I feel like uh, the last few seasons. They've had to deal with these people coming on, and they all kind of kiss Teresa's ass because the show has become about her. And it used to be about the Manzo family a little bit more, or really a lot. And um, so, I mean, my dream of dreams is like, I want Teresa to take a season off and then maybe just make it about another family or another woman or something like that, and then bring Teresa back into the fold later. But the past couple seasons, it just seems like everyone is just, it's all about Teresa, and a lot of that stuff is just so fucking dark yeah i you know i agree with you and, and the other thing is i think oh, like especially for Teresa, but also danielle as well is like the major bone that the both of them have to pick is with caroline mm-hmm. so like they may get along this season and like pal around but like what you know wh- where do they go from there like yeah. they both they both want her they want the big face off and like she's just like very happy in her life and doesn't like need the money so she doesn't yeah. need to do tv and so you know, it's this weird kind of like like I see them building a relationship, but like to what end? And I guess I guess like what you have Kim D and you have all those crazy like cartoon character people who will like float in and out. Wait, so, so I, have I, you met Kim D before? You have, I right? Have met, I have met Kim D. Yeah. Tell me about her. Everything. <laughs> everything. So this was at a time when it was season two. I met her, so it was like the hair pulling and all that mm-hmm. shit. You were at the Posh show, right? I was at the Posh show, but I was also at Teresa's Christmas party. That's where I met Kim. She's always been very nice to me. You know, she is exactly the way she is on television. She's like a, you know, like a cartoon character is the only way I can describe <laughs> But she was always very nice to me. And I know, like, you know, I, I can't keep up with, like, who's who likes each other and doesn't. Like, <clears throat> I know she didn't like Caroline at the end of her, the last season Caroline was on. I remember she tried to do some kind of, like, Twitter thing. And mm-hmm. that doesn't really, like, whatever. But then, like, Jacqueline's friends with her. Like, I don't know who's friends and who isn't, so... But she was nice to you. She seemed... You know what? They all have always been very nice to me. Yeah. Who's your favorite? Who's been your favorite? Kath. Kathy Wakili. Kathy was great. Saint Kathy. You know, and you know what? She, like... A lot of people were like, oh, she's boring, or this and that. Like, had her own set of problems. Like, 
whatever, but she's a good person. Yeah. Like, at the end of the day, she's like a nice, she's a nice girl. But I she, I think her main problem was she's too normal for that. Oh, definitely. You know, she, she was like, yeah, she see, you could tell she was like a normal person. Yeah, she is. She's a, she is. She's just normal. She's just a nice lady. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, I saw a lot of my mother in her, like her, her warmth. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, so whenever there would be a fight and she'd be like getting, you know, her, her shit handed to her by some monster, like I wanted to <laughs> hug her because I just felt bad for her. Yeah. Did you ever try her dessert? Um, I have tried her cannolis. They're good. She just opened her pizza place called Pizza Love in New Jersey. So I'm going to check that out because um, we love calf. Okay, so uh, you said the posh fashion show you were at. I want you to get into that night because that was the night that Ashley, Jacqueline's daughter, pulled Danielle Staub's hair out. It was. It was that so night. So you were Teresa's date for that evening, right? Am I saying that right? <laughs> I make you tell correct. this story all the time when I see I you. <laughs> I, have, I have told this like a hundred times. Um, but yeah, she, no, it's, it's like the only story that I really have to tell. Um, <laughs> Your deathbed, just telling yes, the story. My deathbed, like in my, in my obit. Um, yeah. No, she had, call, she had called me and said she wanted me to go with her because they wouldn't let the husbands go to the event. And she was like, it's going to happen, but I want you to be my date. And of course, like, I was 23, and I was like, oh, a housewife wants to use me as a gay accessory. Like, sure, I'll do it. Yeah. And, and, like, that's really what it was, right? Like, let's mm-hmm. call this bit as Like, So I went, and, like, I remember her. She had this, like, frumpy old hairdresser who actually was, like, the beginning of season three, like, said something rude to Caroline, and then he was excommunicated. But mm. in season two, he also came with her and was, like, intent. Oh, well, yeah. So he came with her, and so did her fucking lunatic book writer, the ghostwriter woman. Teresa's book ghostwriter? Yeah. So she was uh-huh. featured, like, here and there. Her name was Heather, I think. She was fucking nuts, too. Like, it was just, yeah. Teresa was always surrounded by these, like, bottom feeder people who she was too, like, nice or maybe naive or whatever. She just liked what they said to her because they were just kind of like, yes, you're amazing. So yeah. she was always surrounded by, like, shadowy people, like, people who came and went. Like, she always had a different hairdresser and makeup artist. And she's had the same girl now for many years. So I guess she, like, found one who's good. But yeah. for a while there in the beginning, it used to, she used to switch out. Like, they, there was always a different person. I say this because that night her, the hairdresser, Daniel, Daniel, yes, Daniel. Yes. Always, uh, <laughs> Daniel not to be confused like, with Danny, who was Danielle's, that guy that she no, used to not Danny, out, remember? It was Daniel, but he had frosted tips and like wore loud yes. buttons. Um, and he came and he got mad because I was seated at the table with her and production was like, go sit at this other table. And he like made a stink about it being his moment or something. Oh my God. I, what a nightmare. I know. I was just like, okay, I got to sit at the table. So, yeah. um, you know, he wanted to be on camera, but that night was, it was nuts as it unfolded because it, I mean, I had never been in the room with Danielle before. I was terrified of her and I remain terrified of her to this yeah. day. Do you, um, did you, do you like Danielle? Like, do you like watching her? Or do you, are you scared? You said you're scared of her. What is, what is she I, like in real life? Oh, I mean, I, I would think I would be scared of her if I didn't, I had never been associated yeah. with this, right? Like, I don't think any normal person watches her on TV and is like, oh, she's relatable. Like, I think yeah. you appreciate her for being like good for television. Like, she's good TV. She's fucking nuts. But like, yeah. I wouldn't want her associated with me or like whatever personal brand I was trying to launch from being on a TV show. But, mm-hmm. you know, I, I mean, she's great. She when wore you're a wife beater to a reunion. Would you? Oh, yeah. <laughs> That's the best. That was the one where she pushed Andy, or Teresa pushed Andy, right? Yeah. She one, just yeah. like rolled off in that little skirt and that. 
wife beater tanks out. That also has one of the best moments in, in Housewife history when she's hugging Jacqueline. Oh, and it's yeah. like the longest hug ever. She's like, no more. Oh, no I more. love it. Um, now, when they film an event like the Posh Fashion Show, are all the people there brought on by production? Or is it literally an event that would be going on regardless of filming? So I think the Posh Fashion Show used to happen anyway. Yeah. And I think it would have happened regardless. I don't think it would have been the, I don't think those people all would have necessarily been there in the same room, yeah. you know, fronting each other. Like, I think a lot of that is like, they know they're, they're making a TV show. Um, I think that anyone who is potentially going to be on the show, so they use those events to like try people out. So sometimes you'll see random like women mm-hmm. with their husbands there who are allowed, who are mic'd and are like giving it their best shot. <laughs> yeah. Like I remember season, season four we were i think it was like melissa's or no it was season three at melissa's christmas party there was a girl there and they were trying her and her husband out and she just like did not fit like she had this like gross hair she just wasn't (laughs) her hair was the worst part and i think she got like a title like in that episode when she walked up to the door they were like so and so like melissa's friend but i don't think she was ever seen again like so those types of people are at these events. Like, Gosh, how many people do, do you know how many people they test every season or when they're doing I, an event I, like that? I have no idea, but I mean, I rem- remember like we would be on our way to something and they'd be like, oh, some new person's going to be there. Yeah. Uh, but, you know, a lot of the time it doesn't work out. But it's also funny to go to those events because in addition to invited guests who have been asked to come and film, you have like the second tier of people who are there and hoping that something they do will get them discovered so there's mm-hmm. like there's like women fighting on camera but then there's women fighting like off camera in the corner who think <laughs> something's gonna come i don't know it's just so it's like a funny thing to visit back on i would one. love to just see the extra footage of these other women that have never made it onto these shows oh, it's the best like it's a b-side so funny oh i would i would watch the shit out of it <laughs> um now do you know dolores because wasn't dolores friends with caroline yeah yeah, I know Dolores. So I, tell yeah. me about Dolores. Do you like Dolores? What do you think of her? I do. I like her a lot. My she's so I have a very weird story. I, I her uncle took my mother to the prom because my mother's from Patterson. Oh, cute! Like, in the weirdest like Patterson, like that's such a New Jersey. Yeah. Thing. So yeah, she's always been very sweet to me. Um, she's a nice lady. What do you she's, think of Frankie, her son? What do you think of? Frankie? Yeah, he's hot. <laughs> he's hot as shit, but. I think um, this season he's gotten a little bit too muscly for me. I mean, I still want to turn him that, away. That's not a thing to me. Yeah, you like so. a big juice head, right? <laughs> like a, I like a meat stick, yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. But the thing is, like, I remember the season two premiere. He was like a, a kid, like a kid, like a kid kid. So yeah. it, it, for me to be like, whoa, that guy's hot, is like, I feel uncomfortable saying mm-hmm. it. Like, I know he's legal, but at the same time, like, it's just a weird, yeah. a weird thing. You know, I told a friend that I was interviewing you, and my friend said, you have to ask about Caroline and Dina. Like, do you, I, I don't want you to, you know, get in trouble with Caroline, obviously, but is there anything you could tell us about what actually was going on? Because it was never really explained. Yeah, I, I mean, a lot of it is like things, I don't know, it, it, there was no like one thing, and yeah. I think you know, when you got in a fight with your sibling and like shit just snowballs, like I was never like that in the know about like the, the intimate details about it. Um, so I, I really like, I know everyone thinks that there was like this one big earth shattering like thing that no one knows about, but I really don't, I don't, I don't think that was it. I think yeah. it's just kind of like, you know, how siblings can be. Okay, now what about, is, that's a disappointing answer, but it's like, no, I get it. <laughs> Um, what about Joe and Melissa? 
tell me about them. What what did you like about them? What don't you like about them? I still like them. I did. Well, the thing was like you could see when we were filming how much Teresa like hated her, right? Like really? hated them on and hated that she was like coming on her show and like it was very obvious. Like she's not a very uh, she's not a person who can easily pretend or yeah. hide her emotions. So like it was obvious and like um, they were just fun and young and they were like a pretty couple and they came over to our apartment. Hoboken like went out with us one night. It was just you know it was refreshing. So um, I still like them. I'm still friendly with them. And how are Albie and Chris doing now? They're great. They yeah. are great. They're, yeah, I'm, you know they're they've always got something going on. I I don't listen <laughs> very much. Yeah. Uh, I know Chris has a show on. It's like some. It's like the Fantasy Football Network, which is a network, I guess. So he does this like, like, it's like thing. This, it is a straight thing, but it's like a silly little show, and it's perfect for Chris. Like they, he has it's like a panel show. So fun. Yeah. So. I've watched a few. Not really my... Uh, I'm not the demo, though. No, I get I, it. I get it. I, what else are you watching? What do you like right now? I'm very into Dallas. Very, very... So very, good, oh, right? I, I do... Before we go, I, I just want to call out one more thing from New yeah. Jersey like, that like stayed with me. Anything. Was, anything else was, that you caught on with. was when Teresa was talking about how she and Danielle have become friendly, and they did a random cutaway, two of them in the hot tub, just talking. Yeah. <laughs> But it gave no context as to where they were, when it was, why they were in a hot tub. And they were just, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I like looked at, and like, I got like super stoned before I watched the house last sure. time. And I like, looked at, I looked at my boyfriend and I was like, I know, like, I'm a little fucked up, but like, that was weird, right? And he's yeah. Like, yeah, bizarre. I, the whole Danielle introduction was strange. I mean, she just showed up at that breakfast. And no one was like, Danielle's coming or, oh, Danielle's here. She yeah, was like, was, there was no nothing. <laughs> and then they flashed back. Like, the only kind of context they gave it was when they flashed back to Danielle's housewarming. And I'm like, why aren't we seeing Danielle's housewarming? Like, right. I feel like that should have been in her introduction. I know. Well, I do like that they now have the wherewithal to film events that are used solely for like flashbacks Mm -hmm. right like new york does it oc does it and i guess that's just like they've always filmed those events but they don't use everyone in like like the linear storyline like they use them for flashbacks now and stuff like the storytelling has definitely um improved over the years for for all these shows did you ever watch danielle on that vh1 show famous foods Oh, no, I've seen the, like, her oh sharpening the knife. It was a mess, and I don't have anything else to say about it, but it was good. If you get a chance, go back and try I to will. find it somewhere. And I actually went with some friends, um, you know, Ira, one of, yes, he's the mutual I friend. I love here. Ira. We went when that place opened, and we went to dinner. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. And we all carry around different stressors, both big and small. Sometimes the small stressors are the worst for me because I cannot stop thinking about them when I'm trying to sleep or when I'm trying to go about my day. I keep those little things bottled up and it can start to affect me negatively. Now, therapy is a safe space to get those things off of my chest and figure out how to work through all that stuff. And if you've never benefited from therapy, I think it's time you explore. I think anyone can be helped by going to a professional therapist. It's so incredibly helpful to get those coping skills skills and uh, deal with those stressors. So uh, if you're thinking of starting therapy, you can give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be super convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. All you got to do is fill out this quick, brief questionnaire and you get matched with a licensed therapist and you can switch therapists at any time for no additional charge, which I think is so important. uh, So that way you find someone that you work well with. Now, get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash Everything Iconic today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash Everything Iconic. 
Ah, I love that sound, don't you? And that's the sound you're going to hear when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell, online, in person, on social media, and beyond. Uh, We use it here at Everything Iconic. Shopify is the best all-in-one commerce platform capable of handling all your business complexity, no matter how big you grow. I think it's fantastic. You're probably thinking, sure, but migrating is going to be a headache, but Shopify's app store has the migration apps you need to migrate all of your products, your orders, your customers, and more uh, from every major e-commerce platform all the way to Shopify. And I always hate when I'm shopping online and I have to re-enter all of my information. Well, Shopify store remembers your shipping address, your payment information. So if you're on the couch and your wallet's on the kitchen counter, you don't have to get up, which is nice. So sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash everything iconic, all lowercase. That's one month for just $1 at shopify.com slash everything iconic shopify s-h-o-p-i-f-y dot com slash everything iconic are there and we were the only table the food was terrible (laughs) and it closed like within two weeks but the show was good okay so i want to talk about what else you're watching like you love dallas right let's talk about dallas i am all in on it and i don't want people like they are talking about things like uh, what what was it Deandra's biggest fear is dying alone. Yes. Uh, and they all have money. It's, like, they, it's they don't so need to good. Man, but like they all, have, most of them all have money. Yeah. Like independently, like they don't, or not independently, I guess they're, they married it, but whatever. Like they're, and they're cool. all kind of bringing something. Yeah. Everyone, like there are no fillers. There mm-hmm. are no fillers. I mean, Cameron's a terrible house. Do you like Cameron? No, but I don't. I don't like her. Yeah. I don't like watching her but it's because she's like painfully uh dis what is it um disingenuous is that a word yeah like she is not genuine at all so what do you think think about her dog food line though i honestly like i would have been all in on that if she were being herself because like she's from Mm. california she's probably just a monster like just be a monster like don't talk like this and move your mouth and like that voice I know, and it's like she's got a very like Joan Van Ark air about her, like her look. Yeah. It's like a it's like a fine line she's walking, and yeah. I I don't know, like it's just she doesn't all the pieces don't add up for, for her. But I think like maybe next season if she came back, like not that she's a villain, but if she came back, a la Camille Grammer, like got herself mm-hmm. a decent like publicist who could help shape her image and make her authentic. I don't know. Yeah. You know, I like Dallas because they're a little rough around the edges compared to all the other franchises. Like, you could tell they don't quite have the budget. Um, right. Yeah. I mean, they're lit a lot better this year than last year. Oh, I, yeah. Well, they, the other thing is they were not, they were like a ladies of Dallas is what they originally were or mm-hmm. something. So for them to like shoehorn them into being a housewives their first season, the way they did it with Miami too, is like never a good thing. Yeah. But when they like, when they're like all in on them being a housewives for the second season, I think it like improves drastically like this one has and like. All their makeup I, got better. Oh, yeah. Their yeah. outfits. I'm so in on them. I want everybody to watch it. Cause it's, it's, it's so good. And I truly think that scene where Leanne was hopped up on pain meds and talking about the roundup, I think that was like one of the best housewife scenes we've seen across any of the franchises. Oh, it was incredible. It I mean, so she's, good. she's great. Like she's Dan- I think like she's Daniel mm-hmm. Staub level nuts, yeah. I would say, for sure. She's a little bit more polished than Danielle, but at the same time, she's not. But also that engagement scene where she got engaged, like, I was genuinely touched by that. 
I thought that was cute. Yeah. And like, you can tell, like, she's not paying that guy to stick around. Like, he's like a mm-hmm. normal, like, bumpkin guy from Texas. Like, he's not an actor. He's not a fame whore by any means. He's mm-hmm. just like an older guy. And I, I'm happy for her. Um, <laughs> what do you, what do you make of Brandy's eyebrows? Can you get a hold uh, of them? I don't I, know. I, I've never noticed. I, I've never noticed. Are they? Is there something wrong with them? Take a look. I just they change from scene to okay. scene, and I can't get my. I can't get a, a good grasp on them. Okay. I hung out with her and Stephanie when they were in New York, and they were both a lot of fun. Really? Like, I had a blast with them. Yeah. They seem genuinely like friends on or off camera. Yeah. And it's it's rare to see that in this whole thing because it's like it always seems like they're forced together, which is great a lot of times. But it's nice to see a genuine friendship sometimes too. Yeah, I would agree. They're ga- like they're girlfriends, you know yeah. what I mean. In the beginning of this season, when they were having that falling out, that was so like Jill and Bethany uh, vibes, and I loved it. It was, it was, it was reminiscent of that for sure. Now, are you watching the Orange uh, Orange County right now? Ugh, yes, I'm watching. It's rough, it. right? Oh, so bad! It's so bad, Danny. I, I agree. How terrible it is, and it used to be one of my faves. I know. And normally, they always start off a little weak, I think, and then it. It starts to pick up, but this season is not picking up. And and even if it does pick up for a couple episodes, you know, down the line, I think it's gone too far off the deep end. I don't, I don't think they could come back from this. But I want to know what would you change about it? Like for next season, if you were casting it, what would you do? Yeah, um, <clears throat> this is a little con- probably a little controversial, but I would dump Tamara and Vicky, and I would yeah. re- and and the other ones like Peggy and Lydia and Megan, whatever. But I don't even consider them like part of the show. Yeah. Um, I forget I would, when Megan comes on screen, I'm like, I completely I'm forgot she was there. Yeah. I would reshape the cast around Shannon and Kelly Dow because I think they, they could be friends of Vicky. They're friendly right now. Like they seem to be in a good place. I don't know what will happen, Yeah, but also like, I think if Vicky were not in the picture, they could probably just be friendly anyway, like independently of mm-hmm. whatever. So, and I think like Shannon is, is, has come on, is coming undone, has always been coming undone before yeah. very nice, but like, She's still compelling. Like, I like watching her, and I want to see her marriage fail. And I want to see her. completely agree. You know what I mean? Like, I want it. I'm- 100%. And I also want to see Tamara and Vicky kind of taken down a peg, because they're not offering us enough. They're sort of coasting by being like, oh, we're the OGs, you know, and Tamara's not officially an OG, but you know what I mean? I feel like they've gotten a little too comfortable there. Yes, Tamara especially. Like, Vicky is just an old, Vicky's like an old lady, yeah. right? Like, you know how, like, you, you, you see, like, your aunts on Facebook who post, <laughs> like, all lives matter memes. Yeah. And, a, like, a minion meme? Yeah, like, you, you know what I mean? It's just not, like, she's just an old lady, and, like, I get it, and, like, she's been around forever, but there's a like there's a generation gap between her and both they just don't relate to each other and i fucking it, hate lydia ugh. oh she's a monster hate her like we all you know like she's a real monster i when you watch her like that the way that she gaslit shannon that one episode and then walked away like, and then yeah. just her like i was not i'm not about that all that and, fucking talk about doug's balls and they still haven't showed us doug's balls i know <laughs> i would love to see doug's balls i would love me too uh, and like her and drag that look was an iconic housewives look oh my god you look back on it but um she definitely like hates gay people so i don't really like, yeah. I have, you know what i mean 100 like, she's, she's she's the worst and i hate peggy too like hate peggy just not like how how did they what in like what a waste like the hundredth housewife and she is just not yeah it's not blown her away 
And like I, I remember I, it was Leslie Grossman, one of my favorite people. Yeah, once. She, I love Leslie. Tamara is like if you cut her open, she would be RC cola cans and like they <laughs> and totally. she's and like I feel like that's what this whole season is like. It's just gross. It's yeah. there's nothing nothing about it that I'm really rooting for. So every single her. week, I think I'm I'm gonna give it up because I just don't like watching it. And lately, I'm I'm oh, wait, barely listen. watching it. It's on in the background. It is. It's it's become like a I text during the whole thing, yeah. whereas I used. To like I, I but I pay attention from ten to eleven for Dallas. Uh, sure. I know, and I need Dallas. They should have. They should Give be flipping good, time slots. Yes, they should be flipping time slots. They should put that on Fridays to punish them. Yeah. I'm so uh, glad you love Dallas because I've been trying to tell uh, everyone to watch it. Yeah, and people are like, "Oh, the first season sucks." Like, who cares? It's and like, the first season was only six episodes, and I would argue that they were enjoyable six episodes. Yeah, like, they weren't. It, did, yeah, it didn't suck. Like, there were a lot of real great parts of it. Like, sure, yeah. it was awkward and a little weird but it was still there are some gem moments yeah. in there okay so uh, in orange county who would you bring back if you could bring back one of the old wives oh i mean there's so many to choose from yeah or in general let, let's just make yeah. this a general question for all the franchises who would you love to see back who would i love to see back um controversial and maybe not in, a, in any kind of full capacity but in a capacity where she interacts with people uh jill zarin interesting uh, yes. that is very controversial because a lot of people don't like do not like her. You know what? I don't like her. I don't like her, and I know she's a monster, and the show ruined her, and she will never be the same. But yeah. it, I would love to just, and I don't even want to see her and Bethany. I think her and Bethany are probably on the, like, for real, they're probably fine. Like, yeah. I don't think that they would even fight. I don't, I don't. I don't think they would be friends. But at the same time, like, I would love to see her and Ramona be in the same room together. Ugh. Just because Ramona's a monster. Yeah. I was actually very happy that Ramona kind of came back from her season because early on in, in this last season of New York, I thought she was just such a monster. There was no way she could come back. Yeah. And I think she makes great TV. So I was happy she sort of had an apology tour at the end. Yeah, I think she did well. I, um, I, you know who I would like to see come back? Um, and I, I say this hesitantly, but Heather Dubrow. I'm, yeah. We didn't know we didn't know what we had, yeah. and I, I was no I was no fan of hers in particular, but she was good for the show. She I completely agree. Yeah, and I wanted her gone. I mean, at the end of last season, I was like, get rid of her. I was when they announced it, I was so thrilled. But you know, this season, I'm like, you know what? Maybe we needed her. We did. Her and fucking Terry. Oh, Terry, those leather jackets. I can't. Um, the only have you watched the other show I want to bring up because I still yep. can't make heads or tails of it is that Real Estate Wars. I have not. It's just the commercials are bananas. Yeah. <laughs> have you watched them? I have like, not. I've seen the commercials. Team, yeah, Team McGonagall and Team something or other. Like there's teams, and I'm like, is this a, a scripted show? Because like all the cutaways are them being like, I'm gonna do what it takes to close the deal, and I'm like, this has to be like that show on CISO, like bajillion dollar listing or whatever, like. <laughs> I think that's what it is. Like, I don't was, think that there's... Wasn't Kelly Ben Simone on one of these real estate shows? Maybe I'm making that up. She was on something. Hmm, Whatever. Right. It doesn't matter. Are there any other shows you probably you want to talk about? See, the, you just mentioned a new show that's coming, and I always get leery when a new show's introduced because it's oh, like same. I fall in love with it, and then they take it away from us. I know. Like, who has the time for a new show? Um, I'm not going to watch it. I don't really watch the real estate ones. I guess I'll... Like, Vander... Atlanta's coming back. Thank God. Yeah. Um, did you see the roach drama with Nini? Yes, I just saw that. <laughs> so good. Um, I can't like ma- I can't keep up with their drama like off can you know what I mean? Like yeah. it, there's just so much that happens. And I used to be all about it and I'm not anymore. So I'm a little um I like to be surprised. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I don't know what's gonna happen before I watch. 
What else is on Bravo, Danny? Like all those below decks. I, I used uh, to like you know one of the no, below decks, but it I got too much. Yeah, I watched, like, I loved, I liked the earlier seasons of Southern Charm, except they're the kind of show, and, and Vanderpump Rules the same, like, they're, like, like, Vanderpump Rules, they're waiters, right? Mm-hmm. That's what they are. And, like, once they become famous waiters, it's kind of like, uh, I don't yeah. know. Same for Southern Charm, like, they all think that they're influencers now, and they, yeah. like, you know, it's just silly. And I don't know. The last season of Southern Charm was bad, too. It's just not Yeah, I didn't really work. I, I didn't. I don't know if I've even, if, even watched a full episode of it. If yeah. we're being totally honest, anything. I mean, I love the the Catherine drama with what's his name Thomas. Where I have a nail, but Thomas where I have a nail. But I don't think that they. Um, I think it's a little dark now. Like it's yeah. not fun. After the election, too, it was hard to watch anything where I was where I'd be thinking they voted for Trump. You know what? I have a hard time with both Jersey and um, what's it Orange called? County. Orange County. Yeah. Big big problem with Orange County. Jersey, like I like it's. Apparently, I don't know. Siggy like posted something about Benghazi once, or I don't know. oh my god! Like, don't stop it. Stop Did it. they all? Do you think all Jersey, all of those girls voted for Trump? Yeah, maybe not Melissa Gorga. Do you think but, she even voted? Uh, yeah, exactly. Right, like yeah. that's what, like on New York when Sonia was like, "I'm not telling you." I'm like, "You are not. You have never." Yeah, <laughs> she's not registered. <laughs> and like. <laughs> Lou, Lou said she wouldn't tell, but she also paid the maximum uh, donation to Hillary to go to one of her events. So really? She did. She's on the list. I, oh, my God. That's surprising. I thought Lou was a Trump supporter because I thought she's she, been she filmed at Mar-a-Lago. At, I don't know, but she was at an event. She was on a list where she donated the, what is it, $2,400? Oh, my God. I'm so relieved. Right, like that. <laughs> I, same. Same. I'm so relieved right now. But you know what? Like, also, I... I that Bethany voted for him the whole time just because she wouldn't say anything, but she's really, I am like on that train after her getting on that. I know everything whatever, she's been like, doing has been so great. Right. And it's like, great. You can be a monster on television, but you, you're a good person. Yeah. And I, I can get on board with that. So, I mean, it's shocking how much she's been doing and it's, it's amazing. And I'm bravo. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm all on the, all about Bethany and, and to a lesser extent, my queen Lou is in Key West. How are you, do- <laughs> how are you doing with all this Lou stuff? Oh, she's a gem. She's a, she's a survivor. She'll come out on top. I like, you know, I can't wait to see her. Cause you know that obviously she timed all that perfect. So now she can have her finding herself or reclaiming her womanhood storyline for next season and like i'm all about it yeah i'm good i'm good with lou we're on the Uh, same i know that she followed you on instagram congratulations she she did it was a great moment (laughs) i always get terrified when when someone like that like vicky follows me on twitter and i used to be scared but i know that she has no idea what she's doing do Um, you think vicky actually logs on that's what i was thinking about and i'm like i don't know if she even is on her instagram um so you know how like your grandma knows how to check her email and that's it yeah like vicky doesn't know how to like look at her dms or like you know what i mean like she knows how to like read tweets and respond yeah and that's it um Kristen Cavallari followed me on Instagram recently and she like watches my stories and it's really made me stressed out. Like now I'm like, Oh my God, I have to like live up to oh entertain Kristen Cavallari, which is insane. I know that's that That's a, that's a tough one. Um, who watches? Oh, well, Samurai so Carey follows me. Wait. And I was okay. going to get into this, but okay, go ahead. I interrupted you. Oh, no worries. No, Mariah follows me on Instagram. Like I highly doubt that Mariah is, it's like, what are, what's her name? Stella's kid who's doing it. But yes. A 12-year-old or 13-year-old? I know, I know. Um, Occasionally, she will be listed there as, like, having viewed it, and I'm like, oh, my God. 
Now, um, we're both humongous Mariah Carey fans. I've mentioned her on every single episode of this podcast. Oh, good. That always makes me happy. Yeah, like, I'm obsessed with her. And you've met her before. I have met her many, many times. Uh, What's been your favorite meeting with her? Of my stalking her. Okay, um, my favorite is, the way I got to, like, meet her the the first time, my friend used to manage a restaurant and she used to go to it often and she he would be it was a 24-hour restaurant and so she would come in late at night and he was the overnight manager so late at night it was like people drunk people who were leaving the club or like celebrities who were the club so she would always come in at like two in the morning oh my god Um, and this was like after the first time i met her her assistant had my number and her assistant texted me was like mc's coming in she wants to see you which is like best text you'll ever get yeah uh, yeah so i went and i was dating this guy at the time who was not very nice to me did not treat me very well and fuck he him. used to oh yeah fuck him um i was in college i was a senior in college he used to uh like we would make plans and he would not pick me up or he would just blow me off and so that was the night he did that so i was and i was at this restaurant with her in the private room downstairs it's like i texted him and i was like i am with brian carey right now like oh that you wish you hung out with me and he's like Oh my god, I was actually just on my way there, LOL, and like came and like weaseled his way into this private room downstairs. What an asshole. And he came and he stood at the table, like waiting for me to like introduce him and like invite him to sit down. So I was like, you know, so and so, this is Mariah, Mariah, this is so and so. And um she kinda like figured out what was going on, like shook his hand over the table and then she was like looked at me and she's like, Do you need to go? And I was like, Oh no, I'm good. And then she looked at him. And this will like stay with me for the rest of my life. And she was like, you know, I just like really love Greg and I need him to stay down here with me. You understand, right? Uh, and he was like, yeah, totally. I get it. And she like dismissed him. Mean girl. Oh my God. She, that's amazing. Like, Isn't that great? It like, is so I, good. It's so good. And it's like, I, like, I'll never forget it. And later that night I sat in her Maybach. And she played me equals MC squared before it came out. Oh my God. So, like, Greg, I'm, I just got cool. chills. It's the best story. I love it so much. Like, don't know if she re- even remembers it happening but i yeah. remember you know like the whole restaurant watched me walk through with her like oh we were God. she was in the, we were in the basement and she was like can i go out like a back door or something we were like the only door is this basement like storm door and the stairs are slippery you'll never make it she's like grab my arm and we like walked her up the stairs and through the dining room and the whole restaurant was like oh my god and they all like had that glass window so you could see like the whole street outside and everyone was like Pressed up against the window, watching me get in the Maybach. It was so. It was oh amazing. my god! Yeah, that so. is a fucking dream. It's a cool story, and one I will tell for the rest of my life. Yeah. More so than the story of how I was Teresa's date at the Posh uh, Show. Yeah. <laughs> what is what is your favorite Mariah song? My favorite Mariah song ever uh, would be "Breakdown," mm. followed by "The Roof." God, that album. That's your favorite album, then, right? It's the best album. Yeah. It is. Now, have you heard I- that she's going to be touring the Butterfly album? I have. You know what? It's like so weird because my whole life she rarely toured or she would only tour like once every like five years or something. And now I feel like she's going on all these tours, but I feel like it's messy. Yeah. And like whatever, you know, what? like I'll go. I'll give her my money. But uh, I, I don't know. I just don't feel like it's strategic. I want her to like have a team around her who is not just throwing shit at the walls. And How do you feel about Stella? Do you think Stella's <clears throat> bad for her? I mean, I don't know. She's still around, right? Like yeah. she must, you know. Like, I don't know. I, I don't know if if she's, like, a music, a, like, an artist manager. Like, yeah. You know what I mean? Like, she's a she was a reality TV producer for a while or something like that. She worked for E. Yeah. So, just I don't know. I don't know if she's a fit, but I don't want to, like, say yes or no. I guess, like, 
she's getting she's getting her on stage every night, right? Yes, sort of. Just like right now. Well, it was just like what she needs. She needs a manager. She Mm -hmm. needs somebody to manage her and get her from point A to point B. Right. Her old man, her first manager was Louise McNally, who's this one. I know I'm like going very deep right now. No, I love she it. Was this like this like older blonde woman from like Wachung, New Jersey, or something, who just like ruled with an iron fist and like did not want to be on camera, did not want anything to do. Like she was a manager. Yeah. And I don't. I don't trust like like you, when when you're on a show like Housewives, you meet a lot of like, and I'm air quoting, but publicists who yeah. are these people who like want to pose next to you <laughs> when you're somewhere, and like. Just say gross people. Yeah, I don't know. It's just not. It doesn't seem like the caliber that she deserves. But yeah, I agree. I think um, you know it's interesting uh, to see someone at at her age, and now people sort of look down on her a little bit. And it's like a man at her age that has had a similar career tra- trajectory. It's like they're held up as these. You know, um, they don't get as much scrutiny as as the women of her age do, and it's just very frustrating. It's true. That's true. But I also don't think she has been doing herself many favors no, no. in Kirchner. Like she's like she's a living legend, and that's an undisputed thing. But like she doesn't need to. Like she could totally embrace that and like yeah. make it work for her. Like the, like I don't know. I just don't think that like. And I hate to compare her to J Lo because there's no comparison. But mm-hmm. the way that J Lo has managed her career yeah. to me is a, is like what I want for her. Yeah, and we all want more from Mariah. I think. True. The past couple of years has been tough, and some of these no. buzz singles that come out, and then the New Year's Eve thing, and it's like it's just not good. Not good. I mean, but I'll defend know. her till the day that I die. Oh, I would ride into battle for her any second. Yeah, if right into that game of war battle. promo. I right shoot those dragons. Let's kill dragon. What was it? Let's kill some dragons. Oh my god, that was so good. What do you say to people if somebody insults her? Like, what's your? I, I always like argue about her songwriting skills. I'm like, I don't think people realize her actual talent yeah well there's that that's like a that's a, that's an argument i used to try and make but it's like asking like a gun control person like like yeah. it, you know what i mean like you're arguing it doesn't matter to them but when people are like oh like after new year's they're like oh did you see mariah like your girl really doesn't have it anymore i'm like hey asshole like you ever had a bad day at work you're like, like one fucking night yeah and i'm like well yeah like that's it like, yeah <laughs> you know what do you do i don't know and she looked really great that night. She looked amazing. She was she was cinched. She was definitely cinched. Yeah. All right, Greggy. Well, I don't want to keep you any longer. This has already been a long time because this I love great. talking to you. I know. I could just gab with you for days. I, I mean, know. I, well, next time I'm out in LA, we'll have to do this uh, IRL. I know. I had a whole slew of other questions that I didn't even get to, but I'm glad we got to talk about Mariah because I just love her so fucking much. And this Thank podcast you. has really just become fitting Mariah into any conversation I possibly can. <laughs> well, listen, if you want, and anytime you need a, like a, a Mariah expert, like the way CNN has their talking head experts, <laughs> yes. uh, feel free to loop me in and I'll, I'll come, come to the rescue. Oh my God. Okay, Greggy, thank you so much. I love you. Yeah. This was so you. sweet of you. The best. Congrats again on this podcast. It's a hit. Oh my God. Thank you. Yes. it's. New. I'm still learning and, and figuring this out. And I'm hoping this audio is okay. This is my right? first I hope you recorded this. I hope you recorded it, Danny. <laughs> I know. I, I think we might be okay. I don't know. But All right. knock on wood. All right. Thank you. All right. I'll talk to you later. Right, bye. Bye. I love decorating the house and getting furniture, but sometimes it could be overwhelming to design a space. And so luckily I'm here to tell you about a company called Cozy. Now Cozy is fantastic, a North American company that 
thoughtfully designs furniture made for modern living. Now, Cozy strives to provide the best furniture shopping experience with elegant, super high quality products, plus fast delivery and easy assembly, which is really important to me because I do not like putting together furniture. So the easier, the better for me. Now, Cozy offers a beautiful, customizable sofas and sectionals that are made to adapt in time. This means customers can add seats to the sofas over time. Maybe if you're extending your family, you might want more space on the couch. Cozy also offers a great range of coffee tables, washable rugs, wall shelving, credenzas, TV stands, and accessories so much. It's thoughtfully designed furniture made for modern living. There's an outdoor sofa and tables collection that is fantastic. It's called the Mistral. So you can choose the perfect sofa configuration for your outdoor setup. Uh, Cozy also opened its first retail space on Queen Street in Toronto to push the experience to the next level and allow customers to engage physically with the products. So transform your living space today with Cozy. Visit Cozy.com, spelled C-O-Z-E-Y, to start customizing your furniture today. Again, that's Cozy, C-O-Z-E-Y, dot com. Saving money on exterior wall lights. Now at Menards. Find your style with Patriot Lighting. Exterior lights enhance the look of your home. Choose from over 50 options from Patriot Lighting. Now through May 19th, get $10 instant savings on a single qualifying purchase of $100 or more on in-stock outdoor wall lights. Check out our entire selection of outdoor lights and see the rest of our deals happening now on Menards.com. Save 